Say goodbye to things scattered, stressed, and the last minute scrambles to fund your real estate deals. If you're ready to stop chasing leads, endlessly connecting on Facebook, social media, and Zoom, just to pitch your stuff to anything that moves and breathes, listen up. The Daily Investor Lead Flow is finally here. This tool has forever helped us pinpoint where to focus our capital raising efforts and where to free our time and energy. Head over to dailyinvestorleadflow.com to discover how much of a game changer it can be for you. The Daily Investor Lead Flow literally changed everything for us. Now you can finally have the opportunity to take back your time and get your life back. Remember those times you reached out to investors and heard nothing back? Those days are coming to an end. This tool will zoom out, highlighting all the gaps. It will also zoom in, removing all the guesswork from prioritizing your efforts. Plus, it will help set clear expectations for your business and ensure that your capital raising strategies are assets, not liabilities. Don't wait, take the daily lead flow by going to dailyinvestorleadflow.com. That's dailyinvestorleadflow.com. Your future self will forever thank you. Before the 5,000 units, the millions in assets, and this podcast, all we had were each other, a dream, and our eyes set on C-class properties in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, I'm Palmy. And I'm Nancy. And together we make the Kitty Sisters. We are apartment syndication experts, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors. Nine years ago, we made a change in our financial futures by ditching the 9 to 5. Discover the joy and security in making money while we sleep. We made this podcast to help high-level entrepreneurs secure their financial future while paying virtually zero tax by utilizing apartment syndication. And we're going to show you how. This is Cashflow Multipliers, the podcast dedicated to your financial freedom for the lifestyle you deserve. Hello, friends of Cashflow Multipliers pod. We're so stoked that you're here and we can't wait to dive right into today's episode. Things have been moving and grooving here at the Kitty Kingdom and we have hit some incredible milestones recently. Yes, as we previously share, on July 15, we closed our biggest deal to date in the birthplace of Queen Beyonce Nola's Carter, Houston, Texas, baby. <laughs> the property is a 312-unit Class A property built in 2016. This was a massive W for us and our past investors. We were under contract for $71 million and the appraisal value came back at $78 million. So we bought it at, guess what, <laughs> $71? No, of course not. That's not our way. We bought it at $68 million. Yep, that's a $10 million value that we created for our past investors even before we took over the property. Oh, and did we mention the average household income was $136,000? In the previous episode, you'll know why this figure is so crucial when selecting your investment properties. We have been building some incredible momentum. And what's more exciting about this is taking this property to the next level. You know us. We're not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> yes. So, Palm, if someone would have told our 2018 self that we would have over 5,000 unit and over $200 million asset in under management, would you have believed them? Oh my gosh, absolutely not. I think we both would have been like laughing at that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's a good one, right? Like, yeah. okay, guys, this is why it's so wild to think about where we were, like where we are today mm -hmm. and where we were yesterday compared to, you know, just a few short years ago. This episode, heck, this podcast isn't for us to brag about our accomplishments, but to let you in and show you what's possible. We're all about putting out the good vibes, mantras, and prayers out into the universe because we know it's always listening. As Ralph Waldo Emerson's once said, once you make a decision, the universe conspires it to happen. Okay, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Before the 5,000 units, the millions in assets, and this podcast, all we had were each other, a dream, and our eyes set on C-class properties in Phoenix, Arizona. 
Yep, the 76-unit property in Phoenix, Arizona was our very first purchase. At the beginning of our journey, we heavily invest in workforce housing, classy apartment. We've been slowly working our way up to investing in some pretty nice asset, class A and class B apartment ever since. And yes, when you're starting out as a general partner, you really don't have much choice in the opportunities being thrown your way, of course, right? But you can work through crucial insights that can help you make your decisions. Through trial and lots and lots of error, we were able to move up to Class A and Class B complexes. Our goal here is always the same, to help you level up. We've been in this game as general partners for four years and nine years total as real estate investor. So when we talk about strategy and best practices, we're not coming from a place of been there, done that, but rather been there and want others to go above and beyond. Today, we're going to share you specific strategies we focus on, whether you're new to apartment investing as passive investors or you're one of our beloved repeat passive investors. Guaranteed, there's something for everyone. So today, focus on what you need and leave what you don't want for now. But above all, commit to putting your heart and soul into whatever you do to step up your game. And by all means, stand on our shoulders to get there. (laughs) We have broad shoulders. (laughs) I mean, yes. Before we move into specifics, we can't move up without experiencing of getting knocked down, right? And no other time illustrates this more perfectly than the year 2020. We all remember COVID and the havoc it created in our families, our lives, our community, nation, globally. We have to admit we were just getting ready to give up because nothing was listing on the market. No one wanted to put any properties on sale. And the looming threat of a rent freeze didn't sound that appealing. But we knew we had to keep moving forward. We made a huge decision that year that actually impacted us for the better. That decision was to purchase a hundred unit in Fort Worth, Texas. At that time, people were, I mean, people thought we were insane, right? (laughs) But a short 20 months later of ownership, we deliver a 1.5x equity multiple to our passive investors. And that decision has only created a ripple effect. Earlier this year, we closed what we thought was our biggest deal to date a $40.5 million deal in Atlanta, Georgia. But it turns out we were just getting started. Three to four months later, we closed on another deal in Houston, Texas, $68 million deal. A short amount of time from that $40.5 million we were blown away by. And before either of those deals in November of 2021, we closed the deal with a purchase price at $29.5 million. In November, we were stoked and celebrating big time. So you can imagine how closing a $68 million deal blew our minds away. Yes. So what do all these deals have in common? Hmm, right? A clear and effective strategy. So let's go through what we focus on so you can pivot your next deal to be your biggest one yet. Our first focus is on new assets with strong household income. The higher the median income, the better the quality tenant base. Yes, we're all about attracting credit-worthy tenants. When you have a strong tenant base, light bulbs should be going off in your head about other positive characteristics such as affluent residents, significantly lower delinquency, higher affordability, and long-standing residents. Plus, the newer the asset, the less, if any, deferred maintenance will be required on the property. Big-ticket items such as roof, foundation, Plumbing and electrical tend to be still, I mean, really good in good condition, right? For newer properties and provide massive saving on CapEx expenses. The next strategy we focus on is risk mitigation. We're a big fan of the term calculated risk because we know just like in life, apartment investing has its fair share of risk involved. 
For sure, we learn how to pull the trigger on deals through a combination of competency and confidence because we learn how to manage risk. So what does managing risk look like? By doing effective and conservative underwriting and focusing on locations that have a higher barrier to entry. Another thing to consider is how close in proximity to major thoroughfares the property is and if the location has a healthy supply of well-paying jobs. Yes, all of the factors can help you weigh the cost of risk. Another way to mitigate risk is by never listing at the highest price on the market. Your performance should always be below your competitors, meaning we don't need to hit a home run to deliver the home to- runs. I mean, the total, <laughs> right? Before taking over any properties, even after ownership, we continue to perform a rigorous stretch test for all the potential worst case scenarios. The next focus is our simple yet effective business plan. Here we're thinking about easy to implement maximum return. You don't need an MBA to know these basic business model strategies. Simple and effective strategies can include charging ports for electric vehicles on your property, cover parking, valley trash, even a beer garden, or having a dog grooming facility on site. Yes, these seemingly small amenities offer your tenants the convenience they're willing to pay for. The key here is to not overthink this because as any business plan where too many steps gets involved, there should be automatic red flag for us since there's too many variables that can go wrong. Yes. So the next thing we focus on is all about your passive investor. If you're an apartment syndicator, thinking through your investor's return should always be on top of your mind, right? By focusing on a better asset, we will be able to achieve a higher rent growth, which means more profit for our investors. At the same time, we can be more selective in which sub-market we want to invest in that's already undersupplied. This is why we highly recommend active investors to also be passive investors. And yes, we're actually both ourselves. We don't just walk the walk, we talk the talk. (laughs) And we would never put others' money where we don't put our own in. Wealth preservation is at the core of what we do. Our final focus we're bringing to the table today is focusing on multiple exit strategies. Have you ever been to the movie or a restaurant and noticed the other exits other than the main door you left from? I know it's been a while since I personally went to a movie theater. I have not been. I don't know. When was the last time Um, you went? Three years. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) pre-COVID, I guess. Not only is it a good habit to have, but it's also a safe one in case of emergencies. The same can be said for yourself and your sponsorship team. Focusing on the exit strategies and asking if they make sense will help you think through every scenario of your asset. Newer asset classes have a larger pool of buyers as they are more attracted to class A and class B asset. And who can blame them? From institutional buyers to private equity group to syndicators, the higher the demand for an asset, that's going to help drive up the value of the property. So make sure you're protecting that on all accounts. Well, friends, that's all we have for now. We hope you've learned a thing or two today, and we want you to share the knowledge with your friends and fellow passive investors. We'll be back in a few days, but in the meantime, don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you're streaming from and keep up with our adventures on Instagram at the Kitty Sisters or visit our website at thekittysister.com. Again, that's thekittysister.com. Until next time, cash on multipliers. We can't wait to begin this journey with you. Check us out at thekittysisters.com slash podcast.